0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Healing and Growth Book Launch Celebration. It's such an honor to have each and every one of you here today. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening in. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. And at this time, I welcome our Master of Ceremonies, Dr. Lakeisha James. She's the CEO and founder of Designer Events by Lakeisha. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Gigi. So good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Healing and Growth Book Launch Celebration. Are you guys excited? Yay, very excited. We're so excited to be bringing you the why behind the book. We're going to introduce our authors that share their stories. They will share a little about themselves and about the chapters, just a little bit about the chapter, because you guys definitely want you to go out and pre order that. We're going to show you the link before the end of the event. Did I mention we have 74 co authors? Can you guys give yourself a hand?
2: That's incredible.
1: So, we'd like to thank everyone that is watching tonight, and we know that you'll be blessed. So, let's get started. I'd like to introduce to you our visionary, the woman behind the healing and growth book, Gigi Sabat. She is the CEO and founder of Life Service Center of America, LLC, motivational keynote speaker, award winning author of Walk With Me and God First books that have been endorsed by Les Brown, co author for several best selling best book collaborations, and life coach and confidence coach first-generation Haitian-American financial expert, Florida chapter leader of the World Women's Conference and Awards, the host of walk with Me podcast on JRQ-TV, domestic violence advocates, sexual assault advocate, breast cancer advocate, human trafficking advocate, and mental health advocate, and etc. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our visionary Gigi Sabat.
0: Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Again, I'm truly grateful for each and every one of you. And each and every one of you are truly brave. Your souls for coming forward and sharing the stories that you did in healing and growth. My goodness, Mm -hmm. I can't tell you all enough. You all are truly courageous. God bless each and every one of you.
1: All right. So the first part of the event, well, we won't say event, we'll say celebration. We're going to interview our visionary. Are you guys ready to hear the why behind she actually chose healing and growth? You guys ready? I'm ready. All right, right, Gigi, you're up. So we know that life happens, an individual goes through healing and growth seasons. Gigi, can you share with us the why behind the Birthing of Healing and Growth book?
0: Absolutely. So essentially when we talk about healing and growth, it's to help others get unstuck. So if you face a challenge in your life, no matter what challenge you may have faced, understanding that you can overcome and that you can get unstuck. And so essentially when we talk about healing and growth, it's a spiritual journey and one that we each and every one of us here tonight, we encourage you to take with us. We encourage you to join in on that spiritual journey and understand that you can heal, but not only just heal, but also grow. And when we talk about healing understanding that god has the ultimate power to heal and when we let go and we let god and we understand whose we are and we understand that we're the children of god we understand that he has the power to heal and so we encourage you again to join us in on that spiritual journey and understand that you can get unstuck we believe in you
1: all right i love that i love that i have one more question so why did you choose the authors you chose Now, we know we have 74 authors, amazing authors. Some of them are first-time authors, which we're going to celebrate them um, um, in in the middle of the event. But why did you choose the authors that you chose, Gigi?
0: Great question, Dr. James. And to be transparent, I didn't choose you all. God did. God chose each and every one of you. He led us to connect the divine intervention for a reason, not for no reason. And each and every one of you answered the call. Each and every one of you are here tonight because you answered the call. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you. And again, you answered, not only did you answer the call, but you wrote the chapter. You wrote the chapter. You sat there and you, with the pen in your hand, you wrote the chapter. You let go and you let God guide you. And then you submitted your chapter to serve
1: others. So again, I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much, Gigi, for that why to the birthing of healing and growth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, are you guys ready to meet our authors? Are you guys excited to introduce yourselves and tell us the why behind your yes. chapter, your healing and growth? Woo! All right. So we're going to go with the first author. Now I'm going to go, I have a list, but of course, some of them are, are here that did not chime in on the chat. So our first author, um, Mindy East. I want you to introduce yourself just a little bit and tell us a little bit about your chapter and why you wrote your chapter.
2: I'm so honored to be here and I'm connected with Gigi. We do a podcast called Freedom is Everybody's Job. I'm also an agent and I own Baron Ridge Speakers Agency and I represent Gigi on the speaking side of her career. And when she approached me, I was so humbled and honored because you know, pain is pain, whether you go through something financial, something marital, something with a child in crisis. And so I was honored to um, talk about something that I have uh, recovered from. And that is is just, you know, surviving a marriage of 35 years that ended when I wasn't ready for it to stop. So my chapter is called um, Greater is Coming. And I have just really poured a lot of, you know, what God has poured into me into that. And I'm hoping that it'll, it will help somebody else who's coming out of some uncomfortable or unpredictable or um, embarrassing situation to find the strength and to know that their confidence will lead them through based on God's guidance and that they too will have a better ending than their beginning ever was.
1: Amen. Thank you so much for that, Mindy. Thank you. Thank you for contributing to this book. Our next author is Dr. Radley Rodman. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose your chapter to write about your chapter?
3: Thank you, Dr. James. Uh, and thank you, Gigi, for putting this together. And, uh, and it's definitely a blessing to be here tonight and an honor to be here among so many different faces, some that I've seen and have the opportunity to um, present alongside with. Um, again, my name is Dr. Radley Ramdan. I'm a naturopathic doctor and acupuncturist. I'm also a US Army veteran. Um, my topic for the book was trauma to PTSD root causes to heal in branches. And it really stemmed from my story and digging deeper into understanding PTSD and trying to help others as well. Um, so I'm not going to give away too much into it, but I, I do think that it's important for people to understand that just by the title, trauma uh, Root Causes to Heal and Branches, understanding that there's so much causes and so much different types of trauma that we often overlook that could allow us to develop PTSD and become sort of like a risk factor for us there. But when we understand that, it gives us the knowledge and with knowledge comes power, right? And when you have the power of understanding the root causes, then you could seek out the right approaches to help you. So the healing branches is just telling people that there's a lot more options out there than just one type of therapy or two type of therapy. Uh, my personal journey is I had to go through several different phases of, of therapy before I found one that, I, that really clicked and really worked for me. And it's the same approach that I do with my patients. I try to help them find that healing branch that is specific for them. So that's a quick gist of what my chapter is. Again, I'm honored to be here with everyone and thank you to each and everyone for being here tonight and all those who have contributed to being part of this book. I'm looking forward to hearing how much people transform from everyone's journey here tonight. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Ratley. I just saw her, Dr. Shanetta. Where are you, honey? I just saw you. I have two screens. I have to look at you. Did you oh did, there um, we, right we go. Here. Okay, <laughs> can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your chapter and why you chose to write your chapter?
4: Yes. Good evening, Kings and Queens. I'm Dr. Shanetta Malkia, your Empowered Life Queen. I believe that one life saved is one life given. My chapter is called And Then We Heal. As a woman that have gone through domestic violence, have gone through rape, have gone through suicide attempts, I'm a suicide attempt survivor. I wanted to let you know on the other side of the pain, there is healing. And going through that process is very different for all of us. So I encourage you to continue to move. Continue to know that you belong and find a way to connect with those that believe in you, regardless of where you come from, you belong in the room. And that's why I decided to write this. I needed everybody to know they belong in the room. I didn't feel like I belonged in the room. I felt like I didn't belong in life. And life gave me many reasons to make me feel like that. But God said, on the other side, there is healing. And then we heal. So thank you for this opportunity.
1: I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our next author is Manny Blue. Can you give us a little bit about yourself and tell us why you wrote your chapter?
5: Great evening, everyone. Uh, It's an honor to be here. 74 authors. Oh, my God. That's a lot. That's amazing. Um, So my name is Manny Blue. Uh, I'm just a man on a mission. Um, My chapter is titled Becoming Who You Want to Be. And I talk a little bit about depression, talk a little bit about overcoming the depression, what I had to go through to, to be where I am today. Right. Sometimes life has its way, right? We, 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 we think we're going one way and then something happens and then, you know, things change. And, and I'm a a firm believer that sometimes you got to go through certain things in life to rise above and rise like a Phoenix. Right. And, um, when, when, when that happened for me, it led me to a dark place where I contemplated suicide. Right. But I didn't know it then. But I now I now I feel that I had to go through that to be where I am today to be able to help the people that I've been helping since then. And uh, sometimes we go through situations in life and we feel stuck, right? And, and a lot of people tend to want to give up. And I wrote the chapter "Become Who You Want to Be" because it's it's a it's a it's, it's a different strategies and and, and stuff that you're going to go through. But I, I want people to know that it's not the end. That you know sometimes these these things do happen, but it's not the end. And I just want to be able to share my personal experience with the world and, and with the hope that to, to be able to help someone that may be facing something similar and that they can relate. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, with 70, 74 authors, this book is going to be amazing. It's going to change lives for sure.
1: Thank you so much, Manny, for sharing. And our next speaker is Nasiki, my sister, my queen from Africa are you there i see you oh could you <laughs> could you tell oh, us a little whoa. bit about yourself and why you chose to write your chapter
6: thank you very much uh, to my global family it's 20 past 2 a.m in the morning so shine um, uh, my name is dr nc i'm in south africa i'm a leadership coach and uh, a host of power to lead The reason I chose the title of my chapter, Leadership with Integrity, it also goes with my foundation and my company. I'm the founder and CEO of Power to Lead with Integrity. From the workplace, I started working at the university, so in leadership positions of leading administration, and also in the workplace, I gained trained leaders and coaching, even in the churches and in communities. And I have realized there is still a lot lacking on leadership with integrity. We all have the power to lead, but is it with integrity all the time? A very big no. The world will not be crushing and crying the way the world is crying if integrity was executed by all leaders. Therefore, I put it to you again, that in our goals, in our mindset, in our choices, may we choose to move to a new level of integrity every day. It starts with me. It starts with you. It starts with individuals, because we come in as leaders, as people on personal development. So let's shift leadership with integrity. This is time. Let's be the best we can be to make this world a better place for everybody with integrity. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Dr. Niziki. Our next author is Erica Castro. She also goes by Erica Lopez. Erica, nice to see you again. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose to write your chapter?
7: Oh, this was a a long journey for me. I ended up writing um, a chapter, it's called Making Trauma My Friend, because I went I talked about seven things that I went through um, each separately. I'm a suicide attempt survivor. I was molested as a child. I was an alcoholic. I, um, I was, I suffered from depression, anxiety. So I decided to write about these things, even though they're difficult to write about, because I want to give hope to others that, if you have these things happen to you, it's not the end. It's only you have to heal. And then you'll have an open a door that you don't even know exists. You know, I was so wrapped up in a really dysfunctional marriage. Um, I also write about infidelity. Um, And I didn't know how beautiful my life could be if I just let go. And, you know, the marriage ended and now I have a really beautiful life. I have a six-year-old son that's the joy of my life that would have never happened had I not let go. So my chapter is to give hope to others that they can overcome.
1: Thank you, Erica. I love it. Thank you so much, Erica, for sharing. Um, So we're going to introduce, well, one of our first time authors is Monika Levinson. Are you here? I thought I saw you earlier. Hi. congratulations on being a first-time author. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself as well as why you wrote your chapter?
8: Sure. Um, well, first off, I, I kind of want to say how I got here today as I was listening to some of the folks. Um, it's funny how you just don't know where you're going to meet up with somebody and who's reading your uh, your bio. Uh, Gigi found me on Clubhouse and we happened to be in a room at the same time, and she obviously read my bio that said that I was both a Crohn's disease and heart disease warrior. So you just never know who you're going to meet, when, where, how, I find that very interesting. And as I had uh, mentioned earlier, my my chapter is actually called what came first, heart disease or Crohn's disease. And obviously you'll have to listen, or I should say, read my chapter, listen, depending on how you get it. but the reason she reached out was specifically to be included in a um, global virtual panel of Crohn's disease warriors. And that was back in February. And I'm so honored to now have been called back to be one of the co-authors in this incredible book. I can't even imagine a topic is not addressed by somebody in these 70 plus chapters that isn't going to touch every reader's heart. It's its pretty amazing what everybody has pulled together. Um, but I do, I have Crohn's disease and I was diagnosed 15, well, 16 years ago. And um, at this actually prior to the uh, the diagnosis of Crohn's three weeks prior, I had actually suffered a major heart attack at age 39. It's considered a widow maker. So it was quite surprising that I the doctor said if I didn't come in that night, I probably wouldn't have woken up the next morning. So that was at age 39. Um, since then, I've become very involved with the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. It's not a fun disease. Not that any diseases are fun, but there are a few things that make uh, Crohn's and Colitis and all of the IBD family um, a very uncomfortable, unsettling, painful not knowing what to expect next kind of disease. Um, and of course, the best part is it's invisible. So when people look at you, they just say, but you don't look sick. So this uh, this was a, an opportunity for me to to share my story, because it does seem that every Crohn's patient story is so different. And there's a point that um, for young girls and just women in general, when they're reading my chapter, they're going to see and hear some things they're probably a little bit surprised about. And it's one of the reasons that I wanted to share my story and be extra vulnerable and extra brave. So
0: thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Monica. And as you know, my mother, she she has Crohn's disease as well. And as you mentioned, so my heart truly goes out to you. And and as you mentioned, it's not a a disease to play with and it's, it's not a playful matter, it's very serious. And if you're listening to this message today and you're you're the child of someone with Crohn's disease, you know that oftentimes they may have to go to the restroom when you're having a conversation with them right then and there. For example, I'll, be, I'll, I'll speak with my mother and then she has to go to the restroom. When I was a child, I didn't understand why. But as I got older now and I understand her disease, I understand why she has to leave the room or the table as we're speaking. So it is a very serious matter. And I appreciate you for coming forward about Crohn's disease. Thanks, Gigi. I appreciate it.
1: Right, our next author is Dr. Amber Lyons. Could you um, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose to write your chapter?
9: Good evening again, everyone. Yes, um, I am the CEO and founder of From Pain to Purpose Incorporated, um, which is a domestic violence and teen daily violence advocacy organization located in Stone Mountain, Georgia in USA. Um, we were founded and birthed in, uh, many years ago as a, as that, that was the foundation domestic violence, teen dating violence, but oh my like, well, it was domestic violence, giving a voice to women and children who suffered in silence. But my God, <laughs> we have come so far since then and, uh, do so much work, uh, locally, nationally and globally, um, in the areas of teen dating violence, uh, we deal with bullying anti-bullying, we uh, have been heavily involved in mental health, and our youth program is called Healing Pain Through the Arts. So being in a healing, first of all, going from pain to purpose, okay, um, and then having healing, this is a place where I just feel right at home because my whole life has been ministering to people on all levels of society, in ministry, in the community, in business, in the educational field, working in schools, colleges, wherever, uh, training and working with young people to help them share their story, providing uh, uh, leadership success uh, opportunities for our young people. Uh, We have so many programs, so many platforms. I spoke about mental health, that's Cope to Hope. Um, Youth and young adults' mental health matters too. Uh, We have uh, uh, so many things that we do, but. Being a part of this book, and I heard Mindy say that everyone has has some type of pain. And that is the basis of what we deal with, helping people transition from a place of pain to purpose. And that's why I don't really consider myself necessarily a motivational speaker because people get motivated and then COVID hits and they lose their motivation. You know, you go to a, a conference and you you get, oh, yay, ram, boom, I'm, I'm hyped up. And then something happens and then you, you, you fall back. So I really consider myself more of a transformational speaker, helping people to transform, you know, who they are and where they are through their pain that they've walked through. So that is something that when you transform, you don't go back to what you used to be transformation is like the butterfly, the caterpillar going through the cocoon and metamorphosis and you're coming out a beautiful butterfly. So now you have a new life and a new purpose and a new energy. Uh, being a part of this book, I was blessed to be able to write two chapters. One of them was, of course, dealing with domestic violence. I shared a part of my story, but I more or less gave, it was more my chapter on domestic violence is more of an educational piece. It's more of a, a resources and teaching people about what domestic violence is because we know that it's very misunderstood in our land and our community and our world. So giving some resources and some helpful tips is more of that. Um, in my other chapter, uh, passionately pursuing purpose amidst pandemic. That chapter is where um, it's just really understanding that about 89% of people have around the world have actually experienced at least one negative change in their life because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So because you we are in leadership, how do we lead people who are so negatively impacted, including ourselves? Because we've gone through things too, Right. Everyone here on this panel, I'm sure you dealt with something during the COVID-19 pandemic. We've all been impacted in one way or another. So how do we actually transition and and, and and through with purpose? How do we keep our passions? You can see I'm a very passionate person and I, you know, I speak with passion. It helps that I'm a preacher. So you know <laughs> I, I continue to show, you know, that's that's how I am, I, I, when I speak to people, they say I can feel you even through the phone because I just get excited about what it is that I'm sharing so that people can get an understanding that as so many of you have said, you don't have to stay in your pain. You can really transition from a place of pain to a place of purpose. I went from being a victim to a from a to a survivor to a thriver. So passionately pursuing, passionately pursuing your purpose during a pandemic, read my chapter and you will find out that we just have to go back to the basics and then sprinkle a little, some new techniques with that. And remember our why, our what, our when, our where, our who, and our how. And then we will be able to have that passion to continue to pursue purpose amidst pandemic. So that was my contribution. I'm excited to be here. And um, yeah, let's celebrate.
1: I love the energy. Love it, Dr. Sister. (laughs) (laughs) Our next speaker is a newbie as well. She's a first time author, Shannon Primer. Shannon, are you here? I thought I saw you earlier. She's here. Here, Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose to write your chapter.
10: Hi, um, again, I'm Shannon Primer. Um, I have a 21 year old with autism. Um, I love that When I first looked at all the titles of chapters, I was like, oh God, everybody's like happy and go lucky about how they transformed where mine is called anger to advocacy and about how I was frustrated with how the system treated my son. And so instead of using that anger negatively, I chose to instead um, become a special education paralegal and go to my capital and write laws and change how the world works. So I like to joke, I'm just a mom, but I hope my chapter inspires other moms who think I can't do anything. I don't have a degree. I don't have any of the skills to do it. Can I don't have a four-year degree, but I still did it. And every single one of you who's out there struggling and thinking, I can't make a difference. You can make a difference, whether it's at your home, in your city, at your local, anything volunteering. You do make a difference and you can go out and do it, whether you do it at the scheme of everybody on this panel, or you do it in your hometown, you make a difference and you can go make a change. So take whatever anger you have and find your passion and use that to change the world. The world is where you are at that moment.
0: I love it. And real quick, I want to commend Shannon for, for really putting aside anger and, and advocating and, and really helping others understand that you can do it too. She's a walking, talking testimony. So thank you, Shannon.
10: Thank you. And thank you for allowing me to be part of this. Um, I do appreciate it because I do think people need to realize you can do it too. It's I, I'm nothing special. I'm just a mom. Oh.
1: Amen. Well, again, congratulations, Shannon, on your first time. Well, author, you're an author now. published author, I love it. Congratulations. Thank you. Our next author is Pat Alva Cracker. Okay. I'm sorry. I just butchered your name, sister. (laughs) Cracker. I'm sorry. I saw you earlier. Are you here? She's here. Okay. Hi. Good to see you again. It's been a minute.
11: Hello, amazing authors and those that are watching us through Facebook and uh, Zoom. It is a pleasure to be here. I am the president of Majestic Coaching Group. I am the president of an amazing organization that helps leadership in the IT industry. I'm a business consultant, a trainer, and a speaker. And it's all about elevating the personnel and the leaders within the IT industry. I have multiple chapters in uh, Gigi's book. One is dealing with women empowerment, competence, success in the business world. And then the one that touches my heart the most is my cancer journey. Did you know that one of every eight women will develop invasive breast cancer? And of all the cancers, 30% of the women who have cancer have breast cancer. I am a 26 year cancer thriver. And I share my story on how I picked myself from the bootstraps and healed myself by taking responsibility for myself and leading myself through a journey that most doctors want to actually run for you. They want to control your healing journey. And I made the decision that I was going to be the one to control my healing journey and make the decisions whether they approved of my decisions or not. And it was all about stepping into my own self-leadership, which is the common thread on all the other chapters, is the importance to your success, to your health, your health and well-being, mind, body, and soul, is all about how you lead yourself. So I invite you all to buy the book, read the chapters, put in a, a review, and share the book with others, This is a perfect time to give this inspiring book uh, to family and friends for the holidays. So buy the book.
0: I love it. And when she says chapters as well, understanding that this was going to be a book series and now it is now one book. That's yeah. how God led us to do it. And that's how it is launching as one book, healing and growth.
1: Yes, moving along to these amazing authors. Our next author is CJ Grace. Hey, CJ, nice to see you again. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and the reason why you wrote your chapter?
12: Yeah, well, I'm ex-BBC journalist CJ Grace, and I write comedy self-help books about breast cancer and infidelity. Now, people often do a double take when I say that. What does breast cancer have to do with infidelity, they'll say. Well, one often follows the other. And I should know that because I have lived it. I dealt with a double whammy of discovering my husband's infidelity, and then getting breast cancer for the second time, because I have one of those BRCA genes, Mm -hmm. similar to the one that Angelina Jolie has. And that makes me more susceptible to the disease. So, my chapter in healing and growth is My Wild Ride Through Breast Cancer and Infidelity Made Me Stronger and Happier. I describe in that chapter why my mantra for dealing with infidelity is that the best revenge is to get past the need for revenge. I also talk about my six part plan that I use to help me overcome the emotional roller coaster that dealing with infidelity lands you on. And then I talk about how for cancer, my mantra was information is power. I have to say that I embraced my inner anal journalist and did tons of research. And I found out some interesting things. You'll find out in the chapter why I gave up wearing a bra as the link between bras and breast cancer is actually stronger than that between smoking and lung cancer. Wow. I also chose lumpectomies rather than mastectomies. That was a controversial decision that a lot of my friends thought I was nuts to do, but I realized that breast implant illness was very real and found out that the breast implant illness support group on Facebook currently has over 170,000 members. And I didn't want to go flat after, um, after a mastectomy, so I chose lumpectomies, at least for my own personal situation. But I have to say, I don't regret having gone through breast cancer and infidelity bleak and difficult though that experience was. Because regret is not about the past. It's about the present. And I'm very happy with my life as it is right now. So just like my chapter title in this wonderful transformative book, my Wild through breast cancer and infidelity really did make me stronger and happier. And my mission is to show you how you can use adversity to actually make your life better than it was before. And I want to thank you, Gigi, for being the visionary force to create this wonderful healing and growth book. And I I will say, whatever you're going through, there will be a chapter in it to cover your situation. And this book is an amazing resource. Thank you.
1: Thank you, CJ. Our next author is Michelle Garfond. Nice to see you again, Michelle. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why did you choose to write your chapter?
13: Yes, hi. So yes, just listening to everybody, I'm so eager to read the stories of everyone here. These are really inspiring ones and I'm so honored to be part of this uh, book that Gigi curated uh, for for us all. And uh, most of the authors, I believe, are part of the conferences that Gigi um, hosted throughout the year. And so I found myself in this book with a chapter, Lead with the Power of Words, uh, which which is based on um, the Conference of Leadership that was made in May, 2021. And I have to admit that when Gigi invited me to be an author in this book, I stopped, I mean, I said yes, but I stopped for a moment to question myself because I didn't consider myself to be a leader. And so that was a great opportunity for self-reflection. What is a leader? How do you define a leader? And so I started reflecting, self-inflecting on myself. And it really is based on our beliefs, on the society that we grew up in, the whatever messages we grew up on, um, whether it's gender-related or generational-related or religion or whatever that that may be. And I found that in my mind, a leader was a man, um, and mainly like in politics or a war, and I couldn't relate to any of that. So I didn't consider myself to be a leader. But then when I thought about it, I said, wait a minute. Um, when I look at, for example, my clients, um, I'm a, a life coach. I'm a, um, my business is my desired outcome, focusing on what it is that you want to achieve in your life rather than what it is that you don't. And I consider all of my clients most of them are women to be leaders, because they are deciding to lead their own lives. Mm -hmm. They are deciding to take ownership of their lives and lead it to a better place. And then I said, wait a minute. So if I look back at myself, I too have overcome a lot of things in my life with my marriage, with my kids, uh, relocating to another country, being an immigrant, being a minority and all kinds of things. I've overcome, I overcame a lot of things in my life. And so I, in this chapter, I redefined what the the, the concept of leadership to something that is self leadership and self ownership and leading by example, and then um, trying to be a little bit more practical. Okay, what would be the steps to uh, the steps to attaining self leadership? And so one of them would be to just as um, like the process that I was doing to investigate my own beliefs to begin with, are they true? Are they not true? How can we look at them differently? And then um, to to re-question with love, curiosity, and compassion, and and so other tools uh, to help people understand that everyone has the potential to become a leader uh, of their own lives, and by that affecting other other lives as well. And I think that this book is a great example of taking individuals and allowing each one of us to become a leader in their own experience and and leading the world to a better place eventually. Amen. Thank you. Thank
1: you for that, Michelle. Our next speaker is a first-timer, Itasha Horn. Did I get that right? I know the last time I butchered it. I saw her
12: here. You got
14: it right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about why you wrote your chapter.
14: Sure. So I am a single mom. I'm actually from Dallas, Texas, born and raised. Um, I am currently a spa owner. Um, My chapter is about Overcoming Crohn's disease, doing it my way, my journey, my words, and be able to tell my story. So with me, I started with a lot of health issues when I was around 16 years old, and no one could ever figure it out. Um, and just to kind of show my age a little, there was a, a TV show called um, Mystery Diagnosis, and this guy was on there. He was 32, and he was having the same symptoms that I were, I was, and no doctors could ever figure it out. And so So, you know, I ended up seeing a oncologist, well, not oncologist, but a hematologist and her best friend happened to be a gastroenterologist. And within seven days, I had my first colonoscopy and I was told I had Crohn's disease and my large enteritis. And my life changed forever like i felt like there was no way up that there was no way i was gonna have kids there was no way i was gonna have a future because it was such a late diagnosis and we knew that it was affecting parts of my gi tract to the unknown Mm -hmm. and so um without with this chapter once i want to thank gigi because Um, It has helped me really accept my disease. And I I can say that now because um, I've had this disease now 14 years, 14 years. Since May, and I never fully accepted my disease until I wrote my chapter. It actually allowed me to express my thoughts. It helped me heal myself and make sure to just go back. I didn't realize how lost I was uh, 14 years ago with this disease. Now I'm well more educated. I have a lot more knowledge on it. So does my son, um, my parents and my brother, you know, everyone has had colonoscopies now too, except for my mm-hmm. son. Just to make sure they do not have the disease so um it, it's been a great eye opener for not just me but for my family and then um, recently over the last four years i have been the Crohn's ambassador here in dallas and in fort worth for the last four years so i definitely thank you thank you so much ngg this has been such an amazing amazing honor um i don't think you realize how the, I think it was needed for me to move on to a next chapter in my life. So I definitely appreciate you for choosing me to be able to tell my story. Because in the end, um, right now, I feel like it's someone else's story. And maybe they can see my blueprint and how I went about life. We support you. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice to see you again. My um,
1: next author is Beata Serwin-Reed. Did I say your name right this time, sister? Kind of.
15: It's, it's great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your chapter?
15: Of course. Uh, so I am a Polish-born American maid uh, living in Colorado. I'm a founder of Lead From Within speaking and consulting. I help and work with leaders of all levels to develop themselves from the inside out so they don't look outside for something that can be found only inside. And one of that skills is confidence. My chapter is, title is Confidence Doesn't Just Happen." Why is that? Uh, I heard there is a debate going for ages that some people believe that we are born with confident and some, they are not sure. Well, I'm not sure. I'm one of them. Why? Because I don't remember being a child until like uh, age seven. Uh, I When I was seven, I was in a car accident, traumatic brain injury, and simply I don't believe my childhood up until that day. And... Uh, when when I was in this uncomfortable situation, barely conscious, getting uh, to know what really happened, I overheard the conversation between my mom and doctor. And I remember he said that she will never be normal. She won't achieve much in this life. So I didn't feel confident since then. I had to develop my confidence. I had to find who I am. As a little child again, and then I noticed that this process didn't happen just then when I was a child. I, it was a repetitive one. When I was when I moved to United States, I thought I'm adult and I'm confident, but I was not that confident. So sometimes confidence doesn't just happen. You have to develop it. When I was when I moved here I had to adjust to new culture to new situations, uh, get really used to my own accent because before of that I didn't know that I have accent yeah so when people like where is your accent from? like what accent <laughs> right? So even that was taking away my confidence. So in my chapter I share my story of overcoming challenges and developing confidence from the inside out. Because when you feel confident on the inside, the world adjusts to you. And like Gigi said many times, we are able to overcome anything. Well, she is the confidence coach. So thank you, Gigi, for having me here and in this project and many others. And why I'm here, because if Gigi is saying, are you in? I'm always in.
1: <laughs> I appreciate you, Beata. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Nice to see you again. Our next author is Daron Rowan. Nice to see you again, Duran. It's been a minute. Can you give us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your chapter?
16: Yes, thank you. I don't know why my screen just started acting crazy, Gigi, but thank you so much. And to and and, and blessings to all the authors that have been in this book. One wonderful, wonderful story. Jill Scott has a quote, and the quote says that we all are born with a story. And it's our duty to share the story because you do not, but be- it does not belong to you anymore. And I love that because in this book, it took each and every one of us to be transparent within ourselves, to bless someone else. We had to open up. And then, like this Jonathan just said, as we opened up, we also healed and healing sometimes hurt, and so does growth. But on the other end of that, it's a blessing. And I found that reliving, writing this chapter, I was able to relive some of the things in my life that I had to go through. The depression, the divorce, the bankruptcy, being evicted, suicidal ideations. And going through all that, there was one chapter in the Bible that stood out to me the most, and it was Romans 12 and two. And do not be conformed of this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that was my healing journey. That was my kickstart to my healing journey. So as you read these chapters, I hope that they encourage you. I hope that you found a blessing. I hope that you find inspiration and motivation, transitional, life-changing stories. My chapter is called "Is Always a Better Way, because I believe you do not have to stay where you are you make a choice every single day to get up and face that person every single day in the mirror. The enemy is not on the outside of you, it's on the inside of you. And the, old, and the old proverb says that once the enemy on the inside of you can do you no harm, then the enemy on the outside can do you no harm. So take care of yourself, read this book. We thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so much, Gigi. Be blessed. Thank you, Deron.
1: Our next author is Linda Sunshine West. Linda, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your chapter?
4: I would stop myself from sinking when I read this thinking if I only had a brain, a heart, a whole courage. I start with that because my chapter is titled Fear Controlled My Life Far Too Long. My name is Linda Sunshine West, and my journey through healing started at age 51, so one of my messages is that we're never too old to start something new, but the journey really started because of the fear I was living in for 51 years. I didn't know I was in the darkness until I was in the light, you know, so I love what, all the messages that everybody's saying here. It's so important, you know, for us to share our stories It was through sharing my own story that I started to heal just like Daron was mentioning and it's through those healings that helped me to become a stronger, more confident woman, like one of the other ladies mentioned. And it's through that confidence that I have today that I'm able to share my story with others in hopes that it will inspire, motivate and uplift them and to transform their own lives, you know, through the journeys that they're going through. And I found that during this journey, In 2015, I'll just share this briefly. In 2015, I was 51 years old and I realized I have so many fears that I'm not living my life. The first words my dad, my mom said, the first words my mom said when my dad took his last breath were, thank God the bastard is dead. After 55 years of marriage, it was in that moment that I realized that I didn't want to live that life. I didn't want to live that type of life. I wanted to live. And so I embarked on a journey like I had never done before. I faced one fear every single day for a year. So I want you to imagine any fear that you have, that you face that fear that day, no matter what, because you know that every time you break through fears, it's going to create something in your life that's going to be greater than you can ever imagine. And that's what's happened for me on this journey. It's been absolutely transformative, life altering. Everything I'm doing today is something I never imagined I would do because I had such limited thinking because fear stopped me even from thinking that I could do something. So I just share in my story about the the journey of running away at five years old, being gone for a whole week, coming home riddled with fears, becoming a people pleaser, marrying somebody who was just like my dad. And then finding the love of my life that I'm with now. But you know, it's really this whole journey, like somebody was mentioning, we got to go through this journey to find, you know, our purpose. And I find that to be actually a pretty interesting thing. Like, why do we got to go so much through such much pain in order to share our purpose? But I'm so glad I did because it was through all that pain that I went through that I'm here today to be able to appreciate who I am today and what I have to offer today and the purpose that I'm living. So I'm here just to. You share share the story of breaking through fears. And I'm honored and blessed to be in this book because of the authors that are in it, sharing their stories, making the greater impact. My name is Linda Sunshine West, and I'm the founder and CEO of Action Takers Publishing, where we help you to get your story out there into the world to make a greater impact on the planet. I'm done. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Linda, for sharing. It's good to see you again. Our next author is Chris Salem. Chris, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your chapter?
17: Sure. And thank you for I was, thank you for being patient since I am somewhere where it's very dark and you wouldn't be able to see me. But any event, I want to thank Gigi for this opportunity and everything that she does, uh, especially with this book and giving a platform for people to share their story because everyone is an example here that exemplifies that we can overcome all of life's challenges and what we can be to become and be a blessing to others to do the same for themselves. Uh, For me, I'm the CEO of uh, two companies, CRS Group Holdings. Uh, We provide executive coaching for corporations and high achievers, including CEOs, and also for Empowered Fathers in Action to help fathers really step into their roles to become better role models, not only for their uh, children, but you know in their communities and in their businesses. My chapter was dedicated to really showing how limiting beliefs that are forged during our child development years can really play a negative role in what we become as adults. I know for me, my limiting beliefs, I grew up in a codependent household and because of that, and some of the experiences that I had, it led me down a path of anger throughout most of my uh, teens and throughout my 20s. And those limiting beliefs really had an effect on my confidence, my, my inner critic in terms of communication to myself, and then how I you know, communicated to other people in a very codependent, in this case, a passive-aggressive way, uh, which had a strain on many relationships. It affected my behavior, my attitude, how I reacted instead of responded to situations, and then my lack of action. And then 12 years of also struggling with addictions uh, to overcome my anger. So the, the, it really talks about how we can really shed our limited beliefs from our childhood to really clean the slate and knowing that when we can develop better habits through disciplines and, 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 uh, consistencies in doing those habits, we can develop an inner champion mindset, one that can operate in the solution, and we can rise above and embrace those challenges as blessings to be and become more and then be a better example and resource for others. Thank you,
1: Chris. You guys are all amazing like you guys are telling your why behind you wrote your chapter i love it our next author is annie Koshi. did i pronounce your last name correctly okay
18: That's could right. you tell thank us you a little so bit much. about
1: yourself and your why to do you why you wrote your chapter.
18: thank you thank you gigi for having us all here it's amazing my name is annie Koshi. i'm the founder and ceo of gta south asian media network based here in toronto canada I'm an expert in branding strategy and communications. I work closely in operations to deliver key messaging in design strategy, social media consultation, visual design, communications and public relations. I really empower individuals to be true to their personal story and their branding and through the accumulated experience that I myself has uh, gone through, I've been able to really distill that knowledge. Now, I've been featured uh, in a couple of films. I'm an international model and actress, and uh, my first film is called A Bloody Mess. It's on the stigma associated with menstruation. The second film is called Fear, Face Everything and Rise, and it was released in 2020. It's a documentary biopic on my life. It has won 36 awards in 12 countries. As an internationally awarded author, my first book is How to Be Your Badass Self Using Your Inner Energy for brand success. It looks at branding and marketing strategies, influencing individuals and businesses globally. And um, that really set Uh, things in place for me to have the confidence to write this, Um, utilizing all of those experiences, a disciplined work ethic, and combined with what I learned in business, I put that all together in this power-packed chapter in Gigi's book, Healing and Growth, and my chapter is titled, How to Be Your Badass Self, A Cheat Sheet for Going from Tragedy to Triumph. I am an ancient soul. I'm that special kind of person in this world that's often misunderstood. We tend to be loners, a free spirit, innocent lovers, see the world for all they can. And you know, often the world didn't see me for who I was. My fellow old souls, the dreamers, the people who are in tune with life, so intuitive of emotions that they frighten most others. We frighten those not because of who we are, but because they see something that they lack in themselves, perhaps. Ancient souls reach depths that are hard to understand, a connection with God, with the universe, with nature, and that's why they are the people who will change the world. You know, I used to dim my shine, feel that I it was maybe hard to love until I began to really love myself and I realized that it's all worth it, I'm worth it. It changed my life. Romantic, loyal, I grew when I helped those around me grow. Old souls were not swayed by material things, instead we look for deeper connections with those around us grateful and really truly examples of bravery bravery i live by my motto giving voice to the voiceless through personal branding social media consultation and creative consistency my name is Annie Koshi, and my chapter is how to be your badass self a cheat sheet for going from tragedy to triumph
1: I love it. Thank you, Annie. Our next author is Killian Flukiger. I think I pronounced your name correctly. I always butcher his last name. I saw you come in. Welcome. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your chapter?
19: So I'm Kellen and Flukiger is how you say the last name and it's okay that you don't say it right because it's complicated and messy. The one fun thing about having a weird last name is that you're really easy to find. Like all you have to do is spell my name right and I can't hide, right? Um, My chapter's called, I'm Just a Nobody. And I wrote it not with an empowering title uh, because it represented how I felt when I started. First of all, I'm grateful to be and honored to be in the presence of such amazing people like the, one of the earlier speakers i started a journey of improvement when i was 52 in 2007 i'll be 67 next week so in the last 15 years uh i've re- uh, created a coaching practice around the world i've written 18 books got a couple underway the last one i wrote was called forgiveness a journey of courage to a place of freedom and power. I'm grateful to Gigi for uh, having this. I've been on probably half a dozen of her summits. And the, my goal for this year, I only have one goal, and all of you can participate. The goal, my, my year runs from October 14th to October 14th, because that's my wife's birthday. And there's a story around that, and it's in my chapter. Um. <clears throat> My goal this in that year is to help 50 million people to discover and to serve with their divine gifts. The chapter I wrote talked about my own journey with depression from 17 when I left home until 52. And during those 35 years, I never talked to anyone. I never got any help and believed with all my heart, everything was my fault. So I lived creating a roller coaster of Very, very significant corporate success, all kinds of money and position. I've testified before the U.S. Congress a couple of times and had a contract with the late Queen of England and that sort of thing. None of it was very important because behind the scenes, I was a drug addict and I was married and divorced three times and I was a disastrous person, pathological liar, and I'd attempted suicide twice. In 2007, I had a divine intervention that changed my life. And began a new journey, walked away from 30 years in the other industry and started over. But my story isn't any more interesting than any of yours. And each of you have been blessed with gifts that you're exercising. I'm grateful to be among you. The story is really just I, I walk through what happened and some of the highlights or lowlights of that journey. And specifically focus on the transition in 2000, August of 2007 and what's happened since then. <clears throat> the principal message that I have in connection with this mission of 50 million is that you can have a life that you love every day. I call it the ultimate life, a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. And if you want more details, you can read that chapter. And if you want more than that, you can read the book Tight Rope of Depression, which is where the whole story is. Gigi, thank you for your work, your love, and your presence in this process. I'm done.
1: Thank you for sharing. And our next author is... France France Andre Andre, I'm sorry. Could you t- give us a little bit about you and tell us a little bit about your chapter or why you wrote your chapter.
20: Sure. Good, good evening, good morning for those around the world uh, for some of them. Um yes, my name is France Andre. Originally I was born in Haiti. Um, been in the United States since 1966. I am a naturalized American. Serve in the military for 20 years, retired military, retired also of the Department of Defense. And also um, additionally, I'm a licensed minister of the gospel. So um, as far as writing a book, I never thought that I was gonna be writing a book. So as Ecclesiastic, the third chapter says, there's a timing for everything under the sun. So um, there's wisdom there. Um, God has a purpose and a timing for everybody. And depends on people that you come in contact with in your life. And basically, as I I mentioned, that Gigi is a visionary and God has placed her in every one of us life. And therefore, she has vision, all this to God. And each one of you, as I listen to each one of you carefully and listen to your message, you are permeating the love of God within your heart that's permeating and helping somebody else. And that is very strong. You may not see everything that you do, but it is be, being done. And some of you have already shared that, that some people are listening and they are, they are being helped. So keep that in mind, whatever you say, because according to uh, was the proverb 1821 says, life and death are in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So what you speak, you speak positive things. And PTSD, that's what I went through. And that's what I shared in that purpose in my my chapter. Uh, Our PTSD and VA programs are available for the veterans. They are available for the veterans. 22 veterans were killing themselves every day because of PTSD. They did not know for 30 years what was going on with soldiers. And that's what I wrote and that for the programs that there is, I'm not trying to sound negative, but I'm trying to let you know that there is help out there now for for the veterans. And the veterans are not the only one that suffer. Their communities suffer, their family suffers, and everyone around them suffer. I have met quite a few veterans that I'm able to share some things with them that has been able to help them. What is the name of my chapter in that book? PTSD and VA programs that are available for you today. There is help out there. And I have written the numbers and all the different channels that there is there available for you. So there's help out there. So yes, um, all you have to do is go to uh, www.va.gov and you will find all those things out there and there's counselors that will help you. There's so much I can say on this. And um, I, how I came across this is that I'm, I share some um, of my ministry and, on LinkedIn and Facebook. There's a young lady by the name of um, Tani Lee Larson, and she connected me to Gigi. And when Gigi called me and um, Gigi says, um, what is your story? Tell me a little bit about yourself. So once I stopped mentioning, she said, she said, Gigi said, wow, you really got a story here to, to share. And um, so I was able to kind of bring things and to focus and share the things with Gigi. And Gigi says, yes, um, let's, let's, let's put this together. And, um, and, and that's why I want to say thank you for Gigi for listening to each and every one of you and, and myself in and, and, and general and putting these things out because there's because Gigi is helping more people than she realized. But, She's, she's a humble person and she, she's helping people more than she realized around the world. And that's a blessing to her and to each and every one of you and the panel. So I just want to kind of give your hands, uh, uh, what you call, uh, hands two to yourself, pat yourself in the back. It's okay with that because give honor to whom honor is due. You know, so to God be the glory, and everything that is done to each and every one of, of you. Now, I just wanted to give um, Brother Darren, you shared something earlier. You have, you, you have a preaching uh, ministry, and you, brother? Yes, yes, you do. So don't run from it. Go for it, if you're not. <laughs> but other than that, uh, if anybody has any questions for me, please go ahead and, and um, ask me. I'll, I'll, I'll be... I'll be glad to answer.
0: Amen. It's very true. And I, I second your statement there, Franz. It's because of each and every one of you, as Mahatma Gandhi says, be the change you wish to see in the world. And I truly believe that it takes an army. And again, each of you answered God's call and you wrote the chapter. God bless each and every one of you.
1: Absolutely. Our next author is Aaron Baer. Nice to see you again, Erin. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and give us a quick synopsis of why you wrote your chapter?
21: Hi, Dr. Lakeisha and Gigi. Thank you so much for having me tonight. And thank you for including me in many of the summits that you have put on and uh, in the first book that we were able to do together, Overcoming Heart Blocks, and then this book as well. So thank you for that. My name is Aaron Bear. As Lakeisha said, I am the founder of Beaten to Badass, and I help empower those that feel that life has beaten them down to become the badass that they are. Um, I'm all about confronting the elephants in the room. For a long time, I have gone through a lot of trials and tribulations, like most of us here who talk about our stories, and everybody in this world has gone through something where they feel ashamed, and they feel that nobody can understand them. And I always ask God, why? Why are you making me go through these storms? Why are you making me suffer so much? Haven't I proven my loyalty and my faith to you over and over again? And I realized um, once I spoke the truth about my domestic violence and sexual assault experience, I realized instead of asking why me, I decided to ask why not me. And that's when I realized God puts us through the things that we go through, not for us, but to help others conquer their demons and confront the elephant in the room. So I'm really excited about my chapter. It's uh, titled How I Became My, My Own Biggest Fan. Because if we don't love ourselves, nobody can love us. And if we don't cheer ourselves on, nobody's going to cheer us on. And we really have to lead our own life with God, um, God's purpose that he has given us. And I really believe that once we do that, then we can see the biggest, bigger purpose in our own life and in the lives of others, because there is a silver lining thread that goes through each and every single one of us. And we are all connected in some way. Um, And we can really engage with our deeper stories and we can really, you know, connect and collaborate rather than compete and compare. And I believe that instead of asking why me, we need to start asking why not me. And that's exactly what we're doing with this book. So I really do encourage each and every single person that's watching this to get the book, read the book, pass it on. Don't just leave it on your bookshelf and keep it for yourself if you need to do that, buy another one, (laughs) but definitely give it to somebody with a message inside and let them know that you want to get to know them and that they're not alone and that we're all in this together because God put us together for a reason. We're not meant to do it alone. So I love all of you. You guys are strong. You're badass and really become your own hero and believe that you do have a bigger purpose in this life.
1: Amen. Amen. Nice to see you again, Erin. It was a pleasure. Our next author is Missy Maxwell Worthen. Could you please give us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about why you wrote your chapter?
22: absolutely thank you for having me here Um, what an honor my name is missy maxwell wharton i'm an award-winning author of a book called don't mess with this mama risking it all to rescue our daughter and uh, i'm also ceo of a coaching uh, company that teaches new authors how to write their true story for kingdom impact and I met Gigi when she had me on her podcast with my, with my book, and it is a story of my husband and I rescuing our six-year-old adopted daughter from going into child enslavement, and we literally faced every fear you can possibly imagine, uh, from going to a 3rd world prison to our lives, losing our daughter. Um, losing our freedom. Uh, And what happened out of that was actually the the chapter that I wrote for this book called Walking in Authority, Saying No to Fear and Yes to Love. And through our journey, I recognized that we have the power to overcome all things. And the things you overcome are the things that you now have authority over. Mm -hmm. And that is one of my goals is to help people know the authority that they actually carry. And I share three principles. The first one is remembering who you are and whose you are. You're not one in a million. You are one of a kind. And the DNA that resides in your body is powerful. And you were called to be a light in the darkness. And right now, the world needs you to rise up. And I, I talk about that. And also, the power, you know, it, it, just being a, a light in the darkness goes right back to Isaiah 61 through 5, where it calls us to be a light in the darkness and to rise rise up in this time. And uh, the the second uh, principle I have is the power you carry in word and in thought. You literally have the ability to shift atmospheres when you walk into a room. And we need to be those people that literally everything that we do and say, we not only are releasing light, we're releasing love, we're releasing truth, and we're shifting atmospheres because we have been there. The people are not the same after they have met us. And then third, the third principle is knowing why you are here. Literally, each and every one of us, when we start converging with what God has called us and equipped us to do in our DNA. There is a spark. There is something that happens within us, that there is a new level of power and anointing and authority. And that is one of the things that I talk about um, in this chapter. And I just, I'm excited to see um, the fact that what we give attention to, uh, we give power to. And so I talk a lot about where our mindset and what our words take us. And I do hope that it blesses other people to know the power they carry and authority they carry. Um, but I know that whatever you are facing, uh, you have the power and that this book is going to be a great resource for anybody, no matter where they are in their journey. So, you know, Gigi, thank you. Thank you for just your vision, and you are such a visionary, and you're impacting the world, and that's what we're all here to do. We're here to make a change in the world for better and be forces for good. So thank you so much for having me here, and so honored to be part of this exciting book.
0: Thank you, Missy. Gratitude to you, my friend, and also, to I love what you said there. Well said. Remember whose you are. We are the children of God. Very powerful
1: listen missy thank you for that that's that's a word right there thank you um our next author is joy brown could you tell us a little bit about yourself and just a small
2: snippet of why you wrote your chapter is she she was here earlier
23: we can proceed with the next
1: author yep. so the next author Gerlene Sabat.
0: hey mom
1: I was looking to see when we was going to be in that chair. I was waiting to call you. Mom, <laughs> you have to about yourself. And- <laughs> I knew that was going to happen.
24: Hello, everyone. <laughs> hello, hello. Okay, Mommy Sabad so is in town. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. What a great team. Gigi, thank you for giving me that opportunity. My beautiful daughter. Oh, thank you. Look at her. She looked like she couldn't cry. <laughs> Thank you for giving me that opportunity to be part of you guys. I'm so happy. I was very happy to write this chapter. I wanted to be part of this team because Gigi told me how she was working on that book with so many co-authors. And when she, when she showed me the pictures, I, I mean, just looking at you guys, I didn't even have to, to, to find out more. You all look so great. I said, I want to be part of this team. Yeah, and I'm so happy to see that to see the project move forward. And we are able to get to to the end. Now we're almost there. I'm happy. So you want to know about me, right? Lakeisha? I, I missed that second part.
1: Yes, a little bit yes. about yourself and well, the, why you chose to write your chapter. What you okay? About your the chapter.
24: second part, I was so excited there. <laughs> so <Sorry. laughs> the second the, the reason why. Um, uh, first of all, about me, I'm a registered nurse, and all my life I've been in nursing. I've worked as a leader in many different level at many different levels in nursing at the hospital setting, and uh, I also love to teach. I've also taught for Nursing. I've taught uh, for the American Academy of Pediatrics. I'm a I taught neonatal resuscitation program for them, where you teach the physician and the doctors how to resuscitate the baby when the baby uh, dies at birth or the baby is having any difficulty at birth. So I've taught that. I've also taught um for the American uh, Women uh, Nurses Association. And then uh, I also taught uh, the on neonatal, the neonatal program and I've also taught the fetal heart monitor program. And I enjoy teaching. I love teaching the newer generation because they have to replace us. Somebody has to do the job. So my goal is always love to teach. I've taught many, 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 many students. And I'm always very proud of to see them working as nurses and how they have moved forward. I've taken them from like med surge. I've taught them OB. I've taught them how to deliver a baby in case of crisis when the doctor doesn't show up. So I've I've, I've taught a lot of people. So that's where I am now. Now I'm writing. Now I'm a writer all of a sudden. (laughs)
13: Thank
24: you. Um, I love it.
1: It's good to see you again. Yeah. So you guys, we have about 15 minutes. We'll be wrapping up. We got to be mindful of people' time. I know it's um, 8.45 Eastern Standard Time here. So our next author is Dr. Angelica Benavides. I know she's kind of doing a multitask there. Dr. Angelica, are you available? Okay, so we're going to go on to the next author. Our next author is, she's a first-time author. Congratulations to you, Melanie I can't pronounce your last name, so I'll just say Melanie. Can you give us a little bit about yourself and then about your chapter? And please pronounce your last name for me.
25: Well, when I first became a Fusilier, my husband told me it's Fusilier like Rocketeer. I'm like, okay, I will tell people that. So it's Melanie Fusilier. I mean... I am just in awe. I mean, these authors, guys, can we not give it up to them? I used to be a teen leadership teacher in my class. We would give two snaps for that. So let's give two snaps for these authors. You guys are amazing. And I am like, I'm so honored and humbled, honestly, to be included in this. It is my first book. And so um, I'm just in awe. But I am Melanie Fuselier, and I am a daughter of the king. I'm your hope hype girl. And I am, I call myself a trauma mama because I'm a transformational coach. I help people um, mend from the inside out. That's my mission is to help people mend from the inside out and believe bigger for themselves because so often we get stuck in, um, these pits of pain and we don't even know it. And I call it a stay stuck cycle.
23: Right. And, um, Was I muted?
9: Yes, ma'am. Oh, sorry. I don't know what happened. Um,
25: so I don't know what y'all heard, but I am, anyways, I want, I want to help people get out of their pits of pain so that way they can gain God-finance. And um,
23: I wrote the book because in Revelations, can y'all hear me? You're on mute. You're on mute again that's so weird.
26: How about now?
0: We can hear you. Okay.
27: Okay. Um,
25: but I wrote the book because in revelation, it says you will overcome the evil one by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And so I wanted to stand up out of the silence. I kept a secret to myself for so long. And I wanted to stand up and tell my story for those who couldn't speak for themselves. And didn't have the courage to speak. and so that's why I love this book because it's different testimonies people are giving and it's going to help so many people um, just to mend from the inside out. And I had guilt and shame for so long in my life and I wanted to be that voice for other people. Um, and I, I realized there's physical pains that are signal to us of something inner that we need to deal with. And I had lost my hair to Alopecia. And that was my signal that I needed to deal with something. And so um, God took me on this journey of finding the root cause of a lot of different pains. And um, that is how I got out of mine. And so I just want to spread the word that if you're having a physical pain or, or in the book, I talk about different pain, different pits. There's relational pits, personality pits, physical pits. And I talk about how first you have to become aware of those pits so you can climb out and then really grow and believe bigger for yourself, so that you can walk with purpose and collide with destiny. And so that's a little bit about me. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Awesome! Thank you so much, Melanie. You guys are awesome. Y'all about to go outside and start running around my subdivision. I love this. <laughs> you guys are awesome. So our next speaker is she's a first-time artist, um, Arthur Leslie Jones Sessler. Are you still here? Congratulations on becoming a first time author.
28: Thank you, can you hear me?
1: Yes, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your chapter?
28: Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm Leslie Jones Sessler. I am an educator and an educational consultant and also a blogger at watchmonkeymama.com. And I met Gigi on Clubhouse and I'm so blown away, so honored to be on this platform with each and every one of you, and I cannot wait to read the stories and the journeys and the challenges thoroughly. So I am that person that at age 40, found myself married to a wonderful, wonderful man, and soon after that, we were expecting our first child, and like many women who are expecting, you want to go get that book, what to expect when expecting, and so I went to purchase uh, the journal that I could not wait to get my hands on and into, and start writing, and then like many women, uh, many men and women, uh, many uh, couples, we lost the baby. And so the journey began then where I would find myself getting pregnant again. My husband and I got pregnant again. I'd go and do the journey again of finding that journal and getting excited to write. And then another miscarriage. And that went on and on and on again. My title for this book is after five miscarriages, I can finally write. Because it was finally when I got to the last journal, I just opened it and I knew that I could not write yet because I was tired of the pain and the suffering of losing another baby. And so my chapter talks about what is it like to go through nine years Of marriage to a wonderful man, a God fearing man, and lose five babies. What is it like to go through that ordeal when you feel the baby leaving your body and when you still hold on to hope and you still hold on to faith and you know that one way or another, you are going to get that baby? You are going to have that child. We're not going to give up. I will say in closing, that we do have our happy ending. We do have our son who is now seven. And I do realize more and more each day that I had to go through that. We had to go through that in order to get to him. So thank you once again. I'm Leslie Jones Sessler, and I am so honored to be here. Thank you, Gigi. Congratulations, Leslie.
1: Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Oh, my God. Our next author is Christy Love. Hi, sister. Nice to see you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you wrote your chapter?
27: Absolutely. Hi, Gigi. Hi, Dr. Lakeisha. So excited to be here as always. You guys are amazing. Uh, I my, I chose to write my story about my journey. And you have heard it before. But uh, I think it's the story that many of us have gone through. And that's Fear. Fear. I, um, my journey started about 20 years ago when I was working toward climbing the corporate ladder and I was also starting my business. I did all the things right, you know, education, the branding, the website, you know, all the things I, I did right. But when it was time to really get out and make myself known, I couldn't do it because I was scared. I was terrified to speak in public. So that led me to my journey of public speaking and learning and mastering the art of public speaking and, and gaining better communication and then my life transformed, doors and opportunities opened to me that I, I could never have imagined. And I wanted that for myself. And so I knew I just had to continue to practice and make that my mission to help as many people as possible to get their voices heard and step outside of their comfort zone. And a model that I always use, um, i married to a retired Navy SEAL, is to never give up and never quit. And if I can instill that into everyone that I meet to continue to work toward their passion, and make yourself more visible and known by presenting their message to as many people in the world serving and helping and transforming lives through the power of your voice. Thanks again. I look forward to being best-selling author tonight. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Congratulations. I if you guys did not look, um, you guys w- should have received the pre-order link. We definitely want everyone to pre-order. Tell everybody it can be stocking stuffers put it on the tree, you know, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a blessing because you guys have really blessed me tonight. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and transparent and sharing your story. Our next author is Dr. Angelica Benavinis. Dr. Angelica, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and why you chose to write your chapter?
0: She's there. I believe she's having technical issues.
29: Hello, everybody. Hello. Thank you, Gigi. I mean, you are amazing. You are a light to many of us, guiding us so that we can shed the light to others. So thank you for that, Dr. LaKeisha. I truly, truly appreciate you as well. And I want to congratulate all the amazing co-authors that collaborate in this this book. Um, My chapter is about playing the game of life. Uh, I experienced chaos for about seven years. Um, I was diagnosed with two types of cancer, first two positive, uh, carcinoma inside two bankruptcy divorce. My husband leaving me for somebody else, um, foreclosure, you name it. My whole world tumbles in front of me. But during that time I had to discover how to play the game of life. How do I live every moment and make every moment count without me giving up? that opportunity to live even if it was just one day so you have to check those limiting beliefs those emotions um and then what's holding you back from really enjoying life you know um and and that has really helped me to step into um being daring to be me um even if people don't like me don't accept me it's like okay this is me uh, this is who I want to be, and I just show up in life. And I apologize for not showing up in a moment, but I was, um, I'm part of this Latino gala, and I'm here in the in the car right now. But I'm honored in being here. Thank you again, TG. Thank you, Dr. Lakeisha. And just kisses to all of you and blessings mm. and play the game of life.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Angelica. You. Our next author is Mark Ledlow. Mark, could you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us just a little bit about why you wrote your chapter?
23: Okay, I'm uh, out of town on a business trip, so let me—is this working? Can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, all right. Yeah, thanks, Gigi, for first of all for having me. I really appreciate the invitation. Uh, I have been blessed. Uh, I'm a preacher's kid, and I'm also a Marine Corps vet. And my dad wanted me so badly to become a missionary preacher, but I'd really go to war and fight for my country. And so I guess I took the alternate route that my dad wanted me to take. And uh, I've been blessed. Uh, i got a company now. uh, We have bodyguards to the rich and the famous, to corporations. We provide security services. And I started that during the pandemic, believe it or not. And uh, just kind of on faith building that business, I started a podcast called the Fearless Mindset Podcast. And it's been a, a huge shocker of the people that's impacted over the last two years. And I've had uh, Prince Harry's head of security on yesterday in the, in the studio. And uh, Dean Stout, special forces guy, uh, going into training bodyguards here soon. And just amazing when you put yourself out there and take the fear out of your mind and take the faith in your heart. And just trust God that he opens those doors. You know, we hear a lot of stuff about this is doom and gloom in the media and stuff. But if you live in God's economy, he controls your destiny financially. And uh, don't get caught up in the media spin. We're going to the New Year. You never know. And uh, and by the the book, I wrote about my loss, huge loss. Lost mom like six years ago, congestive heart failure. And then about a year later, dad gets diagnosed with brain cancer frontal lobe he's gone in three years so losing two parents in se- seven years and you're like holy cow what can you handle but you realize god knows what you can handle he knows what you're capable of doing and uh with that was a blessing because people will say oh god's gonna bless you after you took three years off helping your dad seven days a week as you battled brain cancer watching him take off and go to heaven And that's transformation. God's going to bless you. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're so stressed. You're caught in the moment. And oftentimes when we go through grieving and go through the fire and the tornado or the eye of the storm, we don't see what God's doing behind the scenes. And I would never guess a podcast of over 15,000 downloads. I would never guess I'm doing all this. And it just shows you if you allow yourself to be the vessel for Christ, he can do anything. We as humans limit ourselves because of fear but God is limitless in what he can do for us. So anyway, that's all I got to say. Thanks Gigi again. And uh, uh, my bodyguard friends in the EP industry would be shocked to hear that message.
1: Thank you so much. We have three three more authors and um, we'll have closing remarks by our visionary Gigi. And then of course, closing prayer. And our next author is Kelly Hall. Kelly, could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about why you wrote your chapter? Hi there, I'm
30: Kelly Haw, and um, I'm out to break the stigma of mental health challenges, mental health issues. I don't want people to suffer in silence. I want them to feel free to seek the help they need. One in five adults struggle with mental health challenges um, in any given year, and um, I am a previously published author. And in my book, I talk all about all of these things that I kind of talk about in this chapter, being, you know, struggling with mental health, um, chronic stress, anxiety, depression. Um, and I, this is how I came across Gigi. And I was on her depression and anxiety summits, as well as her global mental health summit. And um, I'm out to break that stigma. Um, even with that, sadly, my, uh, sister-in-law this year, um, took her own life. She completed a suicide and, um, until a couple of years ago, just a couple of years ago, you never would have known she was even struggling with anything and things just kind of piled on top for her. So I was already out to talk about this and break that stigma, but, Um, even in my own family's life, um, this has happened and I just don't want that to happen to other people. So I think the more conversations we have around all of this, the better, um, So for me personally, I spent about 20 years struggling with anxiety, um, very high anxiety, debilitating anxiety, um, taking lots of prescription medication, which just kind of barely helped me. Um, And so I'm now a health coach, a wellness coach, mental wellness coach, um, life coach, helping people with their stress, anxiety, and depression, um, because I have floundered for years trying to figure out what will help me more. Um, I knew there had to be something better. And through many years of going through all of this, I have discovered um, things that really do actually help people and make a really big difference in their lives. And so I'm out to, as some other people have talked about this tonight, just like many of you, I'm out to shine that light Um, For all the people who are sitting there in the darkness, floundering, not knowing what to do next, where to go next, um, what else can they do? Is there something else other than just taking a medication? There sure is. So I'm out to inspire people, help people, help them on their path and journey, um, and talk all about all of that. So happy to be here, thrilled to be here, and thank you very
9: much for having me.
1: Thank you. So I want to share something with you guys before I go to the next author. Gigi and I had met yesterday and we was trying to condense this amazing celebration into like an hour. And I I just really feel that God has moved tonight and we have gone over an hour, like an hour and a half, a little bit over an hour and a half. So I really want to thank you guys for allowing God to move and use you tonight. We have two more authors. And then again, closing remarks by our visionary. And then we'll have prayer. Our next author is Tanya Anderson Dell. Tanya, please introduce yourself and tell me a little, tell us a little bit about why you wrote your chapter.
26: Hi everyone, I'm Tanya Anderson Dell, and I met Gigi through a mutual friend. He actually showed up to my grandfather's homecoming after being missing for over 65 years in the military. Wow. What I have done since then is I started Honored Bound. It's a nonprofit. And what I currently do right now is I look for missing operational loss service men and women. And what that means, if they're going from one duty station to another or they're in a training mission and they go lost after the initial search, the military no longer looks for them. So what I did was I started a nonprofit to do that. I mean, it has been very hard because it's. A lot of people can't believe that there's no agency that looks for these type of men and women. And so I advocate every day of my life since I wrote my first letter in 1999 on bringing awareness to this. And so when Gigi asked me to be a part of this, I listened to all your stories and I'm like, my story is nothing like yours. However, what we all have in common is bringing awareness of what we're going through. And for me, mine was not taking no for an answer. Um, I was always told by all the branches that no, they were not going to do anything or look for my grandfather's plane. And I refused to accept that. I turned around and I named the peak in which the mountain is uh, the plane crashed into. It's now named Globemaster Peak after my grandfather and the 51 other servicemen. In 2012, a Black Hawk team doing a training mission found the plane and actually have brought home out of the 52. We only have five left to be identified and brought home. Of this and people hearing about my story, I now advocate and I also look for the planes. I spend every August for the past five years going to Alaska, looking for missing planes. Um, I have also advocate for boots on the ground for one that we found in 2016. And right now I have currently have six uh, planes I'm looking for of those six, uh, four of them are actually on US soil. So it's to bring awareness to this platform and to all you guys who served, have served our veterans, who are listening to this? I want to say thank you for your service. And it's just not something I'm saying. You hear my fight and know when I say thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. And yeah. that's my story.
1: Amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Our last speaker, I'm not sure of her name. She Sunitra. is Dr. Sinitra. Welcome. Could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about why you wrote your chapter?
31: Hi, guys. My name is Nietzsche. Can you guys hear me okay? Yes. yes, ma'am. Awesome, awesome. Well, I wrote my chapter because it's all about letting go. I want to thank Gigi so, 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 so much. Um, I was at a rough time. Um, I actually moved here from Portland, Oregon, left all my family behind, and really wanted to start something new for my life. Um, I live in San Antonio now, and I met Gigi through a networking, um, a, a networking event, and then I also met her through um Daniel Gomez powerful powerful man um so I met her through there and we just started talking I had a whole bunch of reptiles with me I was doing it my way I had snakes around me I had lizards I had I had my own business I was like oh yeah I can do this but it wasn't about me it was about God and I didn't know that so I didn't know some of the things that um I did but God was with me I didn't know God was with me um I hated myself I had an abortion and it really started affecting my mind. Um, Song I didn't know songs 91 was God was gonna protect me. Um, I just looked in a mirror and it was an ugly person. And I didn't know all this stuff, but what really God moved into my heart and he said, get rid of all your animals. This is not the business that I ordained for you. And when Gigi called me, I don't know if she knows, but when Gigi called me, I had let my last reptile go. I had him for about 16 years. And um, I had let them all go. And sometimes we hold on to things that we love so, 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 so much. But if we give it all to God and let God really move into our heart and in our life, this is the opportunity that I got. So I'm super excited to um, be on here. And it's really about just the love of God, the, the, the purpose and what he has for us. So I want to encourage you guys today is just to let go and let God move into your heart. You know, let 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 some of the things go that we're holding onto that we love so much. Like all my animals, I, I love, I mean, I cared about them so much. But once I let that one go, Gigi called me and that this was with this opportunity. So I wanna thank you, Gigi. I wanna thank every single person on here. I'm super excited to be a part of this. And it's all about, you know, just letting go and letting God move in. But I love you guys all and I
1: appreciate it. Thank you. So, can we give ourselves a round of applause? You guys are amazing. Congratulations!
9: Ooh, come on now, everyone! Unmute,
0: unmute everyone! Come on now, it's a celebration. Yay. Un-nude, un-nude, un-nude.
14: Yay. You
0: guys have created a masterpiece. Yeah.
1: Congratulations. Yeah.
25: Absolutely
6: yeah.
1: congratulations absolutely amazing it was a blank canvas <laughs> that you, you guys put us on in paper. paper you guys are amazing thank, thank you so much for sharing you your story love. now we're going to have our closing remarks by our visionary Jesus and then we're going to do closing prayers so i can get you guys out of here it's 909 eastern standard time and here thank you dr james and
0: wow absolutely amazing we heard from amazing individuals tonight from all over the world, each and every one of you are in in a different location tonight. And I'm just grateful for each and every one of you for again, coming forward and and really expressing yourself so vulnerably and really coming forward and sharing your story. For some of you, it's your first time. I, I know that for a fact, and, and and I'm just grateful for each and every one of you. Again, it takes a lot of courage to do what you've done. And I appreciate each and every one of you brave souls. And it's very important to remember that it's one thing and one aspect to speak, and it's another aspect to write and yeah. understanding that there is the spoken form, but then there's also so the written form. Earlier, one of our our co-authors mentioned that some of you have spoken at our our panels for Life Service Center of America, which is correct. And Mm -hmm. essentially, God has led each and every one of you to be a part Mm -hmm. of those panels. And he's also led each and every one of you to be a part of this book. It's not me. I give all the glory to God. And again, understanding that the written form and the spoken form are different. And also understanding that folks learn differently differently. And so great point there. And I believe it was Michelle who brought that point. So great point for bringing that up. Thank you. And also too, when we talk about answering the call, each and every one of you answered the call. You answered. And so I'm grateful for each and every one of you. And again, when we talk about the spiritual journey, for those of you who are listening in tonight, it's it's really understanding that this is a spiritual journey. And it's one that we encourage you to take with us take it with us. And as you read our chapters, really focusing on our words and what we're saying to you and how you too can get unstuck, how we were stuck, how we got unstuck and how God has allowed us and helped us to heal and to grow. And you can do the same. You can heal and you can grow. And also understanding that you can and you will experience massive transformation. And how do we know this? Because we've been there. Each and every one of us have been there. We have been there. Just read the stories. And we believe in you. Don't give up. If you're listening to this message today and you have fallen down, get back up and keep up the good fight. Thank you. At this time, I turn it over to our master of ceremonies, Dr. Lakeisha James, to end us off with a prayer.
1: Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for this day. We thank you, Father, for this day that you've made it. We're sealing and rejoicing it. We thank you, Father, for each individual being vulnerable and transparent today, sharing their story, Father. If they impact one person, Father, they've done their job. Father, I ask you to to continue to strengthen them, Father, on their journey, Father, to continue to have them to be an impact wherever they go, Father, whomever they engage with, Father. We thank you right now for each and every person. We thank you for everyone that watched tonight, Father. We thank you for allowing us to be a blessing, to share our. Father, verbally, we thank you for all that you've given us, Father. We thank you for strength. We thank you for prosperity. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for more knowledge, Father. We give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank Thank you all.
0: God bless you and be
1: safe.
0: Thank you. Thank Thank you.
10: Thank you. 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 you.
23: Happy holidays.